Hey there, welcome back to our fourth episode of Teen Techies. I'm Anushka. I'm Rahima. And I'm Prisha. Today we'll be discussing the underrepresentation of women in STEM at the secondary school level and also kicking off a new segment on our podcast called Spotlight Sunday, where we bring in a guest to share their perspectives on the different topics we discuss. We're thrilled to present today's special guest, Arya Dong. Arya is a rising freshman at the University of Washington, interested in pursuing data science. She is also Vice President of STEM Fem, an organization dedicated to raising female and non-binary awareness and participation in STEM. We're so excited to have her on the episode and for you guys to hear what we have to say. So without further ado, let's get started. Hey everyone, so um, welcome back to our fourth episode. Like we said, this is a very special episode for us because we have our very first guest for our very first segment of Spotlight Sunday, Arya Dharm. So Arya, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. Yeah, I think Prisha just took a flight from Texas to California. Yeah, this morning. So I'm a bit like tired, but really excited. Um, Especially like, you know, as Anushka said, this is like the first segment of Spotlight Sunday. So how could we not be excited? Yeah. How are you doing, Rashima? I'm doing good, you guys. I'm just tired from like doing... Oh, summer's almost over, so just thinking about school again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess we're, yeah. Half, we're halfway. I think we might be halfway or a little bit over half, but I know it depends on like the school and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, like we said, this is the first segment of Spotlight Sunday, and our first guest is Aria, who is the VP of STEM Fem, as we mentioned before. So, um, first thing we want we wanted to ask you is um, like could you just tell us a bit about yourself and STEM Fem? Uh, so hi, my name is Aria. Um, I am a rising freshman at the University of Washington. I will be attending this fall, and I am pursuing a career in data science through a computer science major. Hopefully. Um, because I haven't gotten my major yet. It'll happen in college. Um, Some of my hobbies include piano, guitar, badminton, and I like to watch sci-fi. And as Prisha said, I am the vice president of STEM Femme, which is an organization whose goal is to encourage young girls to pursue a career in science, technology, engineering, or mathematics, otherwise known as STEM. And you mentioned that you were um, a rising freshman. So uh, from what we know about you, you graduated from Dublin High this past May, I'm guessing, right? Yep. So how does that feel to have graduated? Uh, it feels really great. I'm glad to, you know, just move on to a new chapter of my life. And I'm quite satisfied with how I spent my high school because I made sure to explore a lot of different careers and just interests in general, like not career based interests. And uh, I was able to find a lot of things that I was interested in, like badminton, I said, was one of a hobby of mine which I didn't find until high school. So yeah, I got to explore a lot of things and find out what I'm really interested in. Yeah, badminton is, sorry. Yeah, badminton is really cool. I 
I try playing badminton, but I'm really bad at it. Um, oh, don't worry, me too. I'm, I'm really happy to hear that you're like content with how you spent your high school years after finishing it. And like, that's where I hope to be in two years. And I'm sure Anushka and Rashima as well. Yeah, definitely. And I know, um, you know, I just can't imagine you had your whole like senior year and just this like pandemic. I know it, for us, it was our sophomore year, but I feel like senior year is the one that you want like to like be going out and like doing all of these like fun things. Like, how did that feel? Yeah, I uh, was mad at the situation a, a lot, like far too often. Um, but I don't know, you just have to deal with it at some point. And so that's what happened. And um, my friends and I hung out like on our own as much as we could. Uh, another thing is like, since we lost that time in class to hang out together, whenever we did our homework, we did it like on Zoom. So we would always like be with each other and stuff. Uh, and like we could hang out more. So that was always fun. And I still got to have like an in-person graduation and prom. So yeah. I, I feel like I at least got something. Yeah. Something's better than nothing, right? Yeah, I think, did our school do an in-person prom? Yeah, our school did in Texas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't I, know if, if, if Foothill did anything in person, but. I think your I graduation was in person. But yeah, our graduation in person, yeah. Yeah, but just kind of like modified, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's good that like, hopefully like there things are opening up now and like people can start going out and doing these things. Um. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get into the actual topic of today's episode, which like we mentioned in our intro is kind of going to be talking about like the underrepresentation of women in STEM and how we can kind of combat that at the school level and also talking about what kind of causes that at the high school, like middle school level. So um, kind of the first thing I guess I would think is the reason that like I feel like girls aren't very prone to like going into these STEM fields is because they don't have much exposure towards STEM and I know like Prisha and you guys might have some things to say about that so I'll give the floor to you. Yeah no I realized that because since like you know we were young we're kind of just like, like at least since like I'm Indian and like we have this kind of like even with my cousins you know my girl cousins are like doctors like medical field and then mm -hmm. my guy cousins are like like you know engineers um so I like I in the beginning stages of my like school years I always had that mindset like oh like if I had to choose a career then I would have to be a doctor and I feel like if I had the choice you know to get more exposure to like female-based um like roles in the STEM field then I probably would have a different mindset um yeah, yeah I was uh quite some would say privilege, some would not, um, to like, basically my entire family. First of all, I'm like the only girl in like my entire family. All of my cousins are guys. So um, people almost just treat me the same as everyone else because they don't exactly know how to treat a girl. I mean, we have the whole like, oh my God, your hair looks nice and things like that. But um, in terms of like career pathway, they kind of just treated me like a guy, which I actually enjoyed. Um, and literally everyone in my family, uh, like extended family is an engineer of some sort, like somewhere in the technology industry. Um, 
And so it, it kind of wasn't really a choice, <laughs> um, which like, yeah, that's bad to some degree, but I do enjoy the field. So it kind of worked out in my favor. Um, that's why some would say privileged and some would not. Um, but yeah, so because of that, I had a lot of exposure to STEM and tech fields. Uh, and I also like, because I was always like good at math and I kind of just like kept going with math. Like, like when I was really, really young, my dad would teach me a lot of math and stuff and I just started loving math. And so when like, you're like in third grade and they ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? I, ever since then, when I was starting to think about my career, I always said like, oh, something with math involved. And with that mindset, I just explored a lot of different things. And I was able to, because my middle school and high school actually had a lot of uh, opportunities to explore a lot of different fields. Um, and so I, did that and I found the field that I really wanted to go into. And again, since I was into math and technology from the beginning, I found, like I said, sci-fi really interesting. And so I got more interested in technology fields because of all the sci-fi that I watched. Sorry, that was a bit of a rant. <laughs> no, you're no, that's really interesting. And that, you know, I know that just your family and um, you know what careers or um, what fields they work in. Um, a lot of the times that plays into how much exposure you have about that certain field. Like we touched on this a couple episodes ago, but like if you're in a family who's like both your parents are doctors and that's kind of what you grow up with and that's like the mindset you have or like um, like Rashima said, like, you know, or if all the people around you are like it, um, girls and, you know, then you're only like, um, not forced into but like you know inclined or pushed to do like medicine then like that's the exposure you have and then that's kind of what you not always end up doing but like what you're kind of pushed to do mm -hmm. that's really yeah. interesting that you got to like grow up around like all these um, guys and then you know how they treated you the same because that really could go either way yeah exactly yeah, and I think, like, I relate to that a lot. Like, my dad was also, like, always teaching me math growing up. Like, even up till now, like, if I really just, like, can't solve something, then I'll just go to him and be like, can you figure this out for me? Because I literally just can't. But, um, yeah, and I think, like, like Preacher was saying, and like you guys were saying, it's definitely, like, if your family is, like, or if your parents are, like, in a certain field, you're more, like, inclined, like you guys were saying, to, like, go into that but I also think there's like some like cases where that's not necessarily true. Like I remember for me, um, I wanted to be a doctor, like, like just growing up and neither of my parents are doctors. So I don't know where I got this like idea, but um, like my mom is like a billing manager. So she works for doctor's offices, but she's never like the doctor. She's doing the billing and the accounting and everything. And my dad is like in IT and like engineering. And so I don't know like I know we talked about this I think two episodes ago but like I don't I guess I never really considered engineering until I got to like high school and that goes back to the whole exposure thing right I feel like medicine is something that's very like this is a doctor like you know about all of the things you know about different types of doctors there's so many different types that you know about almost all of them but um I think that when 
you look at something like tech or even like specifically like software engineering, there's so many like different jobs and things out there. And then you don't know, like, and since you don't have exposure, especially for girls, because I think for a lot of girls, if they learn about something from a young age, or if they know about it, or even if it's just like on their radar, they'll be more likely to consider it. And so if that happens, then I think that could, and I know we were talking about kind of that problem, but I think a solution to that could be um, creating more exposure from a young age and kind of creating more programs and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, another way people get exposure is through just being interested about it and researching it on your own. But I feel like a lot of the times girls aren't like allowed to be interested in technology and science sometimes. So they don't try to like go out and seek that knowledge for themselves, which is why like all these programs need to be put into place because they kind of don't do it themselves, which isn't their fault. But yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, no, I think even implementing um, like, you know, workshops in school and stuff like um, advocating those workshops and kind of like also like, I don't know, like for me, at least like in the beginning when I first joined high, like, you know, uh, high school, like based technology classes, it's kind of like we didn't get a lot of uh, job exposure even like where they, they were female, people, like, you know, workers. It was more like male, like male dominant, dominated fields that would come in and talk about their job, right? And I wouldn't just like understand, I, was, I, I would just be like, could even like a woman do this? Like, you know, I, like that'd be a question in the back of my head because we'd be like hearing a lot about, you know, how females don't have like you know, equal opportunities and stuff. Um, so yeah, I think that like making like uh, opening more workshops for with like female base. I know that I've started doing that, but just like a lot more exposure would be good. And I think um, that also kind of touches on the idea of, you know, uh, having a lack of role models or people to look up to within STEM who are women. Because um, I know, like, this is something I've noticed a lot, but like, if we're ever in class and, you know, watching a, a TED talk or something, then it'll be like, if it's a woman who, a woman speaking, then it's like a really big deal. And it's like, oh, see, this is like, it, this is a big deal. Um, you know, it's something we don't see every day, which obviously it isn't, but I feel like, you know, getting to the point where it is just like normal, like, you know, it's as normal to have uh, a man speaking, like giving a TED talk as it is ha to have like a woman giving a TED talk, like at that point, that's when you have like, you know, equal role models and equal representation to, you know, look up to. Yeah, definitely. I think when you, when somebody says like software engineer, so when somebody says, person working in tech I feel like most people would just imagine like some like guy in his like 20s 30s just like with a hoodie and like coffee cup in hand just like coding like nine to five and I think that's something that society has also like created one of those like just like stereotypes that needs to be fixed in order for girls to see themselves in those positions because I think when you when anybody kind of imagines somebody working in the tech field they just think of a guy and I think that's something that if I mean it'll take a long time to change but if we do start changing that then that would help girls be more inclined and see a future in that field yeah there's actually an experiment that someone did I don't I don't know who it was I just heard about it a while ago and um 
I don't, I also don't know when they did this, but a while ago they, they got a group of children, like kindergartners or something, uh, basically elementary schoolers, and they asked all of them to draw a scientist. That was the entire prompt. And um, unfortunately, like the first time that they did this experiment, most of them drew men as a scientist. Mm -hmm. But recently they've been like reconducting the experiment every year, I believe. Uh, or every couple years. And recently, a lot more of the girls have started to draw women scientists. And that's just really great. So it is changing slowly, maybe not in the tech industry, but at least science, that part is changing. And I think, like, you know, if STEM as a whole is changing, then hopefully, you know, um, fingers crossed, it's only a matter of time for, you know, tech also catches up um, seeing how it's like, you know, a part of the STEM, obviously. Um, and so that's something I really hope to see in the future. Like if you're asked to draw like a computer scientist, then, you know, you have just as many men drawings as you have women. And also I think like another stereotype like for computer science is basically like you're just coding. And I don't like, and I know that's not true because like, you know, there's obviously a lot more you could do with, you know, your knowledge of computer science. But like the first thing I even, like even when I, first began I used to just imagine like you know someone coding like the entire day on their computer like that was my first image and then as, as I slowly like got into this field I realized like there are a lot more opportunities out there that we just like don't they're just like not normal you know like not every day like you don't hear about this like every single day as like as opposed to like software engineer or developer a uh, developer but I think that is also um going to change in the future um so yeah yeah, and I think that goes back to the whole lack of exposure issue that we were talking about. And I think even just going back to like when you were a little kid, you know, like the, I, I have this like really specific memory for some reason of like going to like daycare, like whatever, like pre-K when you're like a little toddler, right? And you have like all of these toys. And I, I think, I don't know, I think my preschool is like weird. They made you like spend time with like each of the toys and you're supposed to spend the same amount of time. And so what I kind of associated engineering or any of like this like STEM tech type of stuff that we're talking about is Legos. And I hated Legos at the time. Now I love Legos. You always see me like working on Lego sets, like doing this stuff. But at the time I hated Legos. And I was like, I, I love like Barbies and like little like Dora the Explorer. So it's like all the little stuffed animals. But, like, I, I guess you even see it like relating back to like all of those toys. like. I, I guess like I don't know why I hate Legos I may could, could have just been the other girls around me or the other people around me just saying oh Legos are so boring and all of this this just turned into a rant about Legos but um I think that's what you associate engineering and like building and like doing this like type of thing that works in a different part of your mind with and so from a young age it's like I was like, no, engineering is not like, I'm not doing engineering. That's like, that's like Legos and like building. And like, I don't want to do that. But like, as I got older and like got more exposure and a lot of the exposure, like you guys were saying, has to do with family or just doing your own research. But um, then I learned that it's not like Legos. So yeah. I think that's like a really interesting, um you know, viewpoint, like I've, I haven't heard anything like that before. But yeah, you know, just like those preconceived notions that we have about like, um, tech and um, STEM in general as well. 
like that can really influence how you or like what you pursue in the future um so i think you know just uh, like we've been saying all along it's important to you know make an effort to change that and show people that it's like that's not really how it is and you know this is this is how it is instead and it's not always the first thing you think like there's always room for growth yeah yeah and adding on to like Krisha's uh, point about like you know um for grow like uh growing and stuff um I've noticed like at least in my STEM classes that like in my school like there's just been this lack of like confidence among girls because uh these computer science classes are something not they're like there's something that they have not like been exposed to since a young age they kind of already have a preconceived notion that oh I'm not going to do good like I'm like really bad at this I can just go ask someone else for help and they want like to not ask for help um like they just they just they'll just give up like in a sense they'll be like oh I can't do this and that's that's it like they won't even uh, delve further into this um topic yeah the problem with most minority groups is that already there aren't too many of them being noticed so if you want to be the one that is noticed you kind of have this pressure to be perfect, even though that's really unreasonable. Because um, the only ones that do get noticed are the ones that are perfect or like have this like amazing backstory or something like that. Um, but we need to normalize not being perfect a lot more. And because like a lot of the times guys are allowed to make mistakes and just girls aren't. And um, like even small things that shouldn't be counted as mistakes count as mistakes for women and it's really annoying um i know this might be really random but i just remembered something i read in this article and i think it was something like um it was like uh it was like something based on business and i was like reading this person like writing about business and like he he made a really good point where he was like um like stubbornness and hard work is something that like you know makes people successful but then uh, another guy said like but those things are in the like the people who fail too but the only difference is that the people who become successful they write books about you know this stuff but the ones who fail they don't write books so like no one knows that there's like failing aspects to this like you know once a person gets like oh yeah these notions can make you successful they kind of just focus on those like you know characteristics but they don't know they might be like a, a, a like an opposite spectrum to it yeah this uh that like need for perfection mentality thing actually affected me too and i was going to like join the robotics team but i got too scared because uh everyone else <laughs> seemed like they knew what they were doing and i had no idea what i was doing so i kind of just left and never went back <laughs> which was kind of sad um but yeah that was one of the reasons i never joined the robotics team and actually like i was really I would like my parents always encouraged me to like join computer science and robotics in like middle school and even high school, but I was always really reluctant to do it because I was like, I won't be able to do this like that was just what I had in my brain from the beginning and actually. This is like just another random specific memory, but I remember being in sixth grade being at like this. Um, I think it was like a science and engineering fair and so. Um, one of like the supervisors over there told me to, oh, you know, you should try this and like you see if you can make the robot go from like this side to this side. And I, I just got really scared and I told the supervisor, oh, um, no, thank you. And looking back at it, I'm like, why, why did I say no, thank you? 
but you know at the time I was just like I won't be able to do it like that's just what I thought and I think you know if I had at least given myself a chance and not been afraid of like that failure then you know I'm like maybe I could have I would have liked it or like started liking computer science from an earlier age rather than waiting until like high school to try and you know give, give it a shot and see that I actually did really like it mm-hmm, definitely and I think there's a lot of like like things that like I look back on like you were saying but like I just like regret like not trying and stuff from an earlier especially because I feel like I was reading this thing but girls have a lot more confidence in like STEM and like these things than boys at a younger age like third grade elementary school they will have a lot more confidence and they might even be like better but once they get to middle school and high school those like pressures and like all of this stuff and like everything about just like growing up makes them less confident I think I mean I I think everybody at the high school level has some sense whether like regardless of their um gender or anything they have the sense of like oh I don't feel good enough to do this and things like that and like even I have like a specific memory of like I think this was a like robotics camp that they did at like the local community college in middle school and I mean at the same like I was reluctant to try um there was like I think it was making oh we're going back to Legos it was building these cars out of Legos and then programming them to move or like go in this certain like obstacle course type thing and so I was reluctant to try but it was actually super fun like when I um, worked on it like I worked in it on my team but I also realized that I was more open to trying it there because everybody there were was a girl was a girl because it was just a I think it was an all-girls robotics camp and I think those are like some like we were talking about those are all girls classes or all girls um camps and those types of things I think are really really important I remember also doing one at um another like local college in Texas um that I think it was it wasn't robotics it was just um an introduction to coding and every day there was like a new language and stuff that they taught 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 it was like it was like a week long I cannot speak it was a week long uh, and I think State Farm sponsored it and they kind of brought some of their people who worked on the technology department to like speak about their experiences um and I think that really opened my eyes but also like you guys were saying I think this issue of just like underrepresentation in computer science and tech fields and in STEM really isn't talked about and I think the only reason that we realize it is because we've been taking these classes and so we see it but I think somebody looking from the outside doesn't notice it or doesn't see it as much if that makes sense yeah another for me I don't think I had like a lack of confidence I guess like I was open to try trying different things I was just like the the whole robotics thing I was because there were so many people that actually did know what they were doing, failing in front of other people was the really scary part. Failing by myself, I really didn't care. I was like, oh, learn learning from this. But failing in front of other people, they're going to be like, oh my god, she doesn't know anything. Um, and things like that. At least, I mean, there were a bunch of other girls there. So I, it wasn't like a, that kind of, I, like, failing in front of a bunch of guys thing, just failing in front of other people type thing, which is still just as scary. Like I know um, that's also like a, that's a problem with me. I'm always, I, I get called out on this too, but like I'm always thinking about like what 
other people think of me or like think of what I'm doing and that like you know subconsciously I'm not even like trying to do that but um you know I think just getting rid of that fear and having encouragement from you know everyone around you like it's it's okay to fail as long as you know you're growing from it and you know you're taking risks and that I, I guess that's you know how you gain experience and you know like on the note of experience um I like Arya knowing, knowing that you're um two years older than the rest of us I was just wondering like you know how overall would you say were your experiences in STEM classes in middle school high school and like um you know like did you get the encouragement you need and like what would you I guess like to see if you could you know go back and redo it or change the environment um I was actually pretty lucky in my high school experience um in at my school we have this thing called the engineering academy which they just accept like 60 freshmen to um into this academy which gives you like priority for STEM for engineering classes and um, they make sure to match the demographic of the school when they select the people in this academy so since so there are always like 120 plus applicants but um, there were only like 32 girls that applied versus like all the other 90 plus people uh my year at least they were all guys and so it was a lot harder for a guy to get one of those 30 spots versus a girl to get one of those 30 spots and because of that like most of the girls got in and you know like I got in and uh then like the ratio in the academy was 30 30 and it was like perfect right but um one thing I remember because of that were was like a bunch of guys were like oh you only got in because you were a girl and I was like well, that's the whole point. Like girls don't get into things like this. And so they want to make sure that girls get into things like this, which is why they made it that way. But yeah, that's a different rant. Um, <laughs> so uh, because of this academy and because the ratio was 50-50, a lot of the classes that I got into were only for academy students. And because of that, everyone or like the entire class was like split 50-50. And so I didn't get into a class where it was like all guys and then like a couple girls. Um, That's only ever happened to me once and then like once for a friend. So um, you can still get into engineering classes if you're not in the academy, but it's a lot harder. And since all like most of the girls who want to go into engineering are in the academy, there's like no one outside of the academy. So one of my friends was taking principles of engineering and she was literally the only girl in like a 36 kid classroom. And I felt so bad for her because yeah, that was a thing. But for me, the only class that I've had like that was I did pre-calc over the summer and there were 36 kids in the classroom and only eight girls. And I was one of those. But that was a chill class, and um, I also got to flex on everyone else because I got better scores than them. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was fun. But, uh, yeah, overall, my experiences in high school with, uh, like, going into STEM classes and the ratio of guys to girls and things like that 
was pretty okay. I can't really complain about it too much. Even the head of, like, one of the heads of the Engineering Academy was Miss Chow, so, like, she was a girl. Um, so, yeah, I got all the encouragement I needed. There wasn't any, like, uh, like coddling, I guess, or, like, treating, like, one gender differently than another. It was all just, like, you guys are engineering students. We're treating you all the same. And um, even when we had like female guest speakers, they, we wouldn't refer to them as like, oh, we have a female guest speaker. It's just like a guest speaker from Lawrence Livermore Laboratories. Um, so yeah, it was really nice actually. I'm really glad I had that experience. Yeah, I, I think it's, sorry, go ahead. No, cause I know not, not a lot of people have that kind of experience. Go ahead. I was just saying, I think it's really great that you have that engineering academy academy in California, because I know I would love to see something like that living in like Frisco, um, Texas. But I think for us, it's more just like we have STEM classes. Um, some of them are more like more people take some of them than others, but it's never like um, kind of like you were saying, like how the, the genders were kind of balanced in our school. It's never like balanced. It's always, uh, we talked about this in our first episode, but it's always the guys on one side of the room and the girls on the other, and they just don't like intermingle. And it's just like the girls are less scared of taking these like challenges and doing these things. And like the guys are more open to doing that. But um, that's like, that's something that I would actually really love to see um, here. Cause I think it gives you more exposure like we were touching on and it's good for other things and I, I know like even I think for medic medicine in Frisco they have like a pathway or like a thing that it's not an academy but it's like you get to shadow other doctors I think and there's like levels and stuff to it and I would love to see something like that as well to really um, improve not just kind of the underrepresent, um, underrepresentation of women, but underrepresentation of um, all the different minorities, like um, Hispanic, African American groups, all of that, um, and just kind of promotion of that field in general, because I do feel like it's overlooked in general sometimes, but yeah. And you look um, like, you know, from the way you talked about it, it seems like it worked out. Um, so, you know, just seeing like these ideas and having them, you know, like they're put into play and seeing how they work, then, you know, that's another really big factor that makes me want to see something like that where I live in Frisco. But yeah, um, Aria, it was really, really nice talking to you and getting to hear all your experiences and everything. Um, so, uh, I guess that, you know, con kind of concludes our episode for today. Yeah, so thank you so much, like Risha said, for joining us. We really appreciated your perspective um, from your like experiences um, and from STEM STEM as well. Yeah, thank you um, for having me. <laughs> and thank you yeah, so I'm much for, oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Follow us on all socials. Uh, I guess like go check out STEM, uh, STEM Fem's um, Instagram. I think it's at underscore STEM Fem. Um, yeah, but thank you for listening. Yes, and please feel to our audience, please feel free to leave suggestions in our email or um, in our Instagram. As always, Teen Techies signing off. <laughs>